All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos in this R&B Friday. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose as we come into the final hour of the week and the day. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Pillin Whiskey. Keep in mind, Pillin Whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey distilled in Canada using the finest ingredients before bottling glacier fed spring water is added from Mount Hood to Oregon's highest peak. Pillin Whiskey delivers an uncommonly smooth taste and rich, complex flavor. Pillin Whiskey is the official spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association. And it's an official whiskey of the Professional Bull Riding Tour, which is the PBR Velocity Tour. That is Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 877-374-7463. All right, real quick before we go to the phones, because you get somebody on hold. Um, going back to your question you asked me with the break with 60 seconds. Um, and no, there's trust me, I don't do nothing. I, she's not in the sixties. A little way longer than that. No time to that. And it's just Joey just went together. You know, don't don't get it fooled now. Don't get it fooled, especially with these days, medicine and vitamins. But anyway, um, Jamal Charles in yeah. that in that Texas Longhorns own. It is UT zone. Yeah, he was a beast in the Big Twelve. I ain't even got to my Big Twelve news yet, man. We've been balled down with Super Bowl and this Hall of Fame stuff. Was a beast in the AFC West as well. Man, that's tough. It it don't jump out at me. And hey, look, I know what Jamal Charles was, but I would sit there and say he will probably get in. I don't know if he's first ballot. If I had a voted, I'd probably be voting for him. If anything, probably year five, four. Depends on who. I would want to get. There's some other people I got to get in before Jamal Charles, but uh, he's borderline. You don't want to give him his flowers now. What year is this for him? It's been a well, while. It, it will be year one. Oh, this first year? No. Uh, and 2024 will be Oh, year yeah. One. That's, you gave me, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You gave me the ones for 2024. No, he can't get in on first ballot. No. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, to be Tony honest Holton with you. First. Exactly. To be honest with you, Devin Hester, I feel because he plays a unique position. And I don't know even if I really don't know this, but I, we might not. Maybe if so, maybe one or two. Do we even have any punt returners? Yet in the Hall of Fame, I mean, would he be? I thought I heard, and I could be wrong. You're talking about primarily, right? Because that's what Devin Hester's getting in for is his punt returns. But see, I put Devin Hester. Yes, I mean because he, I think he had the record. He returned one on the biggest stage in Super Bowl opening kickoff. By that, I think Devin Hester. I would have had no problem with Devin Hester to get in because it's a unique position that not to he stood out. That is a thing. Now, you know, you talk about Jamal Charles and you know who used to, we talk about Devin Hester. You know who used to give me nightmares? Dante Hall. Yeah. Dante Hall. He's had, I mean, that, like, when you talk about guys like that and Devin Hester, that's a difference in regards to, like, when I talk about, like, an impact in those positions. Zach Thomas, I mean, come on. he Like I said, you wouldn't. I would be t- I would probably hard press you. You could find maybe ten linebackers that are better than Zach that people would take before Zach Thomas. You mean to tell me Zach Thomas is better than Keekley, who had the end his career short because of concussions? And Keekley was a beast. The only thing that was going to keep Keekley, he might not ever get the Hall of Fame. The only thing that's kept him out or will keep him out is probably his his next situation, his concussion situation. Keekley's a beast. 
877-374-7463. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Kansas City Rob. Kansas City Rob, you on the sports grind here, man. What's going on, KC? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? All right, man. It's Friday. Getting ready for the big game, you know, like I know oh, you yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. You know, I got that brisket ready, man. You know how it is. I bet. Um, hey, man, Cal, you brought yeah, real quick to the new listeners. Y'all, y'all are in for a treat. You know, Cal, don't don't contradict yourself. Hey, man, Cal keeps it real. His takes are 100. His different takes are, eh. But, hey, y'all get the point. <laughs> you know, Cal keeps it 100. Best show in, in the country. Real talk. Anyways, uh, as far as – you're right. The game's going to be one in the trenches, man. I mean, as much – you know, you know, we talked about that offensive line going back to the last Super Bowl that Kansas City played against Tampa. With the much draft capital as Kansas City spent and the money that they spent, that old line better show up Sunday. It better show up or it's going to be like Clubber Lang – you know, and Rocky Three, where you know Rocky seeing them just them, them button and power punches, <laughs> and I'm over here screaming at the TV saying there is no tomorrow. No, hey, there really it, isn't. It, oh yeah, exactly, man. It, you know, it, 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 Kansas City. If I'm not, it, it, I want to say they rank around like third or fourth as far as pass protection. Hey, it, 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 that's the matchup I'm looking at. That, that's the game within the game right there. And Andy's got to run the ball. I, Philly's run defense is like bottom five. He's got Pacheco. He's got McKinnon, Clyde Edwards. He's coming back. He should be playing. You know, I don't. I'm not sure how much stock they're going to put into him, but he's got to run the ball. You know, open up the playbook. Go back to the screen game. That's an extension of the run. You know, so I, I'm looking. It's going to be a close game. I, I'm. It's not going to be you know you know blowout. I'm. I'm. You know, I keep seeing this 31-28, 31-27 score in my head. But hey, man. If, that that Kansas City pass rush, it, it better it better stop that RPO. It better read that RPO. If they don't, Jalen Hurts is gonna eat them up all day. And I respect the hell out of Jalen. You know he's played some big games at Bama. You yeah, know, so he'll they, be, you know that defense better show up. And, and, and that secondary, that secondary is, is play. Turn your head and play the ball. If you don't do it. They're going to throw the flag every time, man. I hear you, man. man. Thanks for the phone call, Kansas City Rob. Thanks for it, man. Thanks for the kind words. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's the game within the game that's going to probably decide the game. I mean, that's just the reality. I mean, a lot of people put emphasis on these two quarterbacks, which rightfully so decide the game, but I think it is about the trenches and is about, you know, who's going to be – I mean – can Philly keep Kansas City from exploiting their weakness? And really their weakness on defense is the red zone. Can the Eagles make them settle for three? Um, because I really do believe that the Eagles are going to be prepared. And I think that, you know, Kansas City being in this game a couple years ago and losing it is probably um, – it's one of those situations to where they, you know, that kind of helps them a little bit because they've still got most of the nucleus that was in that game that lost that game to Tampa. 
and really got beat down. And Rob talks about that old line in that Tampa game. But yeah, I mean, they had some key injuries in that. You know, they had two starters out going into that Super Bowl. And then plus they did a lot of revamping in that draft going forward. So, but I think just from the uh, being there not too long ago and losing that game, you'll poll a lot of NFL guys and they'll tell you they'd rather never play in the Super Bowl instead of getting there and losing that game. And if I ever, if, if, if the way I'm made up, I, if I was in the NFL, I'd be the same way. Don't I don't even want to get there if I'm not going to win it. Because the pain of losing that game is tough. And when you're talking about a talent of Patrick Mahomes, this is part of his legacy that he's writing. Hell, he, you don't think, I mean, hell, he tweeted right after the, the record-breaking point the other day at Crypto Center. You don't think Patrick Mahomes and seeing how they treat LeBron James with his finals record? You don't think that generation sees that and understands that? Regardless how great we think he is, regardless, I mean, there's some pressure on him coming into this game. 877-374-7463. All right, let's move on a little bit because there's quite a bit that I'm kind of leaving on the bone that I had on the docket today because I knew it was going to be heavy Super Bowl. But let's stick a little bit. Before we go to NBA, let's stick in a little bit to the NFL because um, couple one of the stories that I wanted to get to a few days ago when it happened, I didn't. But now I'm kind of glad I wait because now we've got something going on. But Michael Irvin, the playmaker. Um, file. Well, first of all, if you're not up to date on this story, uh, Michael Irvin was sent home Monday. You know, he's employed by the NFL Network. You know, Stephen A. has him on first take on Mondays, makes a Monday appearance, but he's employed by the NFL Network. Of course, of course, a lot of networks and a lot of broadcasters and stuff are down on Radio Row covering the Super Bowl, and along with Michael Irvin, and there was an incident at a hotel between him and a young lady, and supposedly the only thing I'm hearing out of it was a handshake involved. There was something said, and next thing you know, the lady's filing a complaint with the hotel, and then NFL Network comes in and says they got to pull Michael Irvin off coverage, which Michael Irvin hasn't been on the NFL Network since Monday. So he's been out. He's still down there in Arizona from what I've seen, but basically he's been out of cut working. Um, well, today Michael Irvin filed a $100 million lawsuit against the lady and the hotel claiming that this was a railroad situation that was almost kind of like a setup to get him or whatever. But you got something you want to add to it, Jonas? Well, this is Irvin's lawsuit, and this is from uh, Yahoo Sports. Irvin's lawsuit uh, lists witnesses who support his claim that no wrongdoing took place during an interaction with his accuser. Irvin told the news that a conversation with his accuser took 45 seconds and included a handshake. Three of Irvin's witnesses spoke with the news and, uh, and Marriott has not publicly addressed the lawsuit, and a spokesperson did not reply to a request for comment. Um, but that's kind of where, where we're sitting at as you're just continuing to lay, lay, lay the groundwork for this. Yeah, I mean, the angle I have on this from the jump early on is just, I mean, when I heard about it, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, what it might do now. And see, it goes back to your credit report. I mean, you know, and, and the other part of this is, it goes back to what I said in the first hour. It's like, it's, you know, I joke about it sometimes, but it's dead serious. It's like, you got to really be careful these days because you have, there's a couple of things because the sensitivity where everything is at, um, you have to really be careful what you say about to people, especially somebody of the opposite sex. In these days and times, now, I don't know what happened because the part that's frustrating to me about this whole story, because it's nothing is coming out to why what was said or what was done to even make NFL Network to have to go and make this decision. 
that's still not really being out about what it was. All what I've heard, it was a handshake. He met the lady, something, this and that, had an exchange, walked off. And then that was it. Next thing, all of a sudden, he's getting accused of something. But we haven't really heard what it is. Have you heard what it is? No. And again, like the witnesses all say it was a 30 to 45 second interaction. Uh, just seemed small, innocent on, you know, just a normal interaction on the way to the elevator. And, but when you go to the fact about why NFL Network had to pull him off, and I think it's just because you have to err on the side of caution. And that's one of the foundations for the lawsuit now from Michael Irvin. Is right. Because, no. Because yeah. he's saying, you know, the, the, his, uh, his approach is that, hey, you're just trying to cancel me. You're trying to get me off the air because, you know, you can say what you want to. And then my employers have to err on the side of caution, as you're saying, in 2023. Because if, if he did do something, you wouldn't want him well, on and you're speaking with people, continuing to go through <coughs> Super Bowl week. Well, this is part two of the, the, the take I was going to have on this subject as I was leading that to is to target and single and circle in on NFL Network. Because NFL Network, you know, it's sad. It's a sad time in this country. If we're to the point to where just because now that entertainers, athletes, famous people are more accessible, and that's part of the problem, too. They're more accessible than ever because of social media. OK. Um, and it's sad that if we can get to the point to where we really have to err on the side of caution that a 45 second conversation where there's witnesses around whatever was said. Whether. Michael Irvin made maybe a comment that made her uncomfortable, you know, about something she was wearing. I don't know. Maybe just like, hey, you know what? This and that. It's just terrible that, you know, a guy and I understand. And, and honestly, you know, there's a and, you know, I'm just think this just came to my mind here in real time, you know, and maybe the thought process of the NFL network, because keep in mind. You know, just a few months ago, and you haven't seen him on since then. Keep in mind, Willie McGinnis had an incident. And he was being accused of assault of something that happened. You haven't seen Willie McGinnis since then on there. That's one thing just popped in my head. And maybe it's like, hey, well, we don't know. But I still think that, like, something with that I can understand. Like, I can understand the NFL. Like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I know you, you know, you see, we work, we know. But you got an assault charge. And this is the NFL Network. That I can see like, hey, you got to go somewhere until we figure this out, until the legal process plays. But if we're to the point in society where you can have a passing conversation with the female or anybody for that matter, whether it's two men or two women or opposite sex, and we're to the point where you can have a 45 second conversation or whatever said that your employer has to pretty much almost suspend you without paper, that's a, that, that's a sad time. And there's either two things that's going on. Either this is really, really like a railroad situation where it's a setup or whatever like that. And you see the response in a hundred million dollar lawsuit because really the hotel is who he's coming after. I mean, because I think it's like her and an employee that works for the hotel that kind of got involved in this whole thing and, and went and pretty much called the NFL Network. OK, so keep in mind, I'm no lawyer. OK, I, you know, I'm not. But I'm just telling you right now from the evidence, this is a situation where there's this young lady and basically whoever works or represents the, 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 the hotel is the one that had this discussion and made the call to report this to the NFL. So 
this is my point. That lawsuit is either knowing like this is so bogus. This, and first of all, you've killed my rep. It's already done. I came down here to cover the Super Bowl and I can't. And now the talk, I become the story down here in Arizona. I come to cover the story and talk to the players and the parties, but I've become the story now. Or it's a reaction to like, you know what? Mike said something inappropriate, made up. And then basically it's anger to be like, I've found myself caught up in this again. And you trying to say, I'm going to sue you a hundred million to show that I'm, I'm, I didn't do anything wrong. And if you think that that whole take I just said, as we get ready to go to breaking, if you just really think that made no sense, that brings me up to my next topic on the docket. Brett Favre. Brett Favre has filed a lawsuit against Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. Pretty much one of those defamation of character lawsuits. I definitely have a take on that when we get back, because I think both of those kind of mesh together somewhat. But we'll talk about it when I get back. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Spin the One and Twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Spin the One and Twos in this R&B Friday. Today's show was presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. All right. Um, 877-374-7463 is your number. If you want to get in here and sound off before we get out of here. Um, all right, so, yes, as I was going to break, before we touch on a little bit of basketball, um, Brett Favre decided to go ahead and sue Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. 
for defamation of character. Um, I saw, you know, I saw exactly in real time what, well, not in real time, but I saw it later that day or that next day, what Shannon Sharp said the year, the day that this broke, this story broke, what he said on Undisputed, and how he was pretty coming at his head because when you're talking about welfare, <laughs> I mean, and you know, you're talking about being a thief and possibly stealing money or using welfare money to go build a volleyball arena or facilities where your daughter play. I mean, that's going to rub people the wrong way when you've made over a hundred some millions of dollars playing in the NFL. So Shannon went pretty hard in on him. I don't know what Pat McAfee said. I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of Pat McAfee, but I don't know what he said. Well, what he uh, what he did say is is he's called a far of a thief yeah. who was stealing from the poor people in Mississippi. Right. Uh, what did Pat say? Do we know what Pat? No, that's said? what Pat. That's said. what Pat. Said? That's what Pat said on his okay. podcast. When you uh, go back to and uh, in his show, when you go back to what um, you know, Shannon Sharp said, it's along the same lines of right. again just stealing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those that. You know, Brett has pretty much, for the most part, been quiet on this whole thing since it really picked. I mean, keep in mind, this is a story that's been going around for like the last couple of years now. All right. It's had levels to it. Like there was rumbles a few years ago that there was an investigation going on. Brett Favre could be linked, yada, yada, yada. And then pretty much going back to, I would say, early on part of 2022. That's when some people start getting you know, convicted on this stuff. Like time started to be handed out to a couple of individuals and Brett Favre's name was still linked to this. And then when the shoe dropped and there was reports that there was investigative journalism going on that said, hey, man, Brett made some calls, was asking questions like, hey, you know, is there a way this can get back to me or, you know, just talk about like, hey, you know, okay, okay, well. You know, it's one of those situations where, and I understand when you're talking about, quote, unquote, the legal process, sometimes you can't really say what you want. But Brett, that's at the end of the day, that's Brett Favre. He's been quiet, very quiet with these serious allegations because these are whether and I've been on the record. Tell everybody Brett's not seeing a day in jail. I don't care if he did break the law. It's in his hometown. That's where he's from. He's a legend in that town way before he showed up to Wisconsin. And on top of that, he showed up to Wisconsin, played himself into being a legit Hall of Famer, since that's the topic of the day, and making his own legacy and grief. He is, they're not turning on him. There's going to be some other guys take the fall. So I already know that. And I said that day one once the story broke. But however, with all that said, it doesn't mean that he's not guilty of whatever these acquisitions are or knowing what he was doing. So to me, to file a lawsuit, when you've been quiet and you can't do an interview with somebody or tell your lawyer, like, look, man, because at the end of the day, this is about his name. And that's what that lawsuit, this is about, because Brett knows, and Brett is from that cloth that, uh, you know, he was quirky playing, he was the guy, you know, guy fart in the huddle, this and this or whatever, you know, take chances, gunslinger, but Brett Favre, you know, show up in his Wrangler jeans to banquets and stuff, he don't care. But he does care about his reputation and what when it comes to something like this, because, again, it, at the end of the day, he was a face of one of the most historic franchises in football. Probably the most historic uh, franchise in football. 
So he's fighting for that. But that lawsuit screams. And again, it goes back to the theme of the day, class. Kind of what I said about Michael Irvin, about having a 45 second passing conversation and being kicked off of a network quickly. It circles around that to where, like, if you're in the time where you're in the media, because whether you like it or not, I mean, I always look at at, at, at Shannon Sharp as the tight end for the Denver Broncos and the Baltimore Ravens. But he's Denver's own, so Denver Broncos. Pat McAfee, whether you like him or not, I'm not a big fan of his, but technically, even though it's as crazy as that, he's part of the media. So if you're part, if you tell me that we're at a time where you're part of the media and there's a story that breaks out and it's a polarizing figure such as Brett Favre and it's controversy when there's nothing more that can be more lightning bolt of controversy in this time that we live in right now and that's stealing money from poor people, especially if they're poor minority people. That's going to catch legs and that's going to hit a bone. So if you're in the media and you're covering that and that's the evidence and you decide to be like, hey, you know what, man, Brett Favre, you got to be a low, you know what? And that's kind of what I remember kind of a little bit what you got to be a low, you know what, to steal. From. And you can go sue somebody for defamation of being in the media and just saying, hey, you're caught up in this. There's something to this. Be careful, man. I, that, that, that's just crazy to me. To me, that's part of you putting in your situation, whether you knew that these funds were being, you know, going to this volleyball facility, your daughter plays there. But let's just say you had no idea. But, hey, man, we we need you, Brett. We need to help you raise some money. We're going to do OK, man. Y'all have done a lot to me. It's my whole time. Let's go. Let's just say hypothetically it went down that way, which I don't think it did. But let's just say hypothetically it did. It don't matter. You're involved with people who did something wrong. Like we, we just came off a story where we have a Russell Wilson that is alleged only spending 20% or excuse me, he's only donating 20% of this charity back to really where it needs to go. And he's getting, I mean, it's, it's not a big story yet. I mean, cause for one, it's Super Bowl week and I think people are rust out. That's, that's the, that's, that's another reason it hadn't caught that many legs, but we're talking about that. Toward that's more of like a, maybe a moral thing. Like, damn, Russ, that's true. Or you're, you're hiring all these people and you're spending more to give guys jobs. And okay, we're talking about stealing money. Like, we're talking about not that money is going to something, not welfare. It's going to volleyball. That is that is totally different. And mind you, Brett ain't lost one endorsement. And he's been quiet, but we're going to sit there and be okay because we can sue two media guys that their job is to give an opinion based off of something that they know. It's tricky with that. It's a tricky situation. And you know who I blame? And, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? But also is like, I've said this before and I'm in the business, so I know. Injury lawyers have become the new automobile industry in advertising. You know, in the 90, I mean, 30, 20, 30 years ago, even, you know, I was probably at the peak of where automobile commercials dominated all platforms. Tons of money they would spend on advertising. 
That's change over there. You know who's replaced that? Tech companies. And injury lawyers. Because we're in an era right now where it's ambulance chasing. Like whatever allegedly went down in Arizona between Mike and this, this hotel worker, this young lady at a 45. Hey, at the end of the day, somebody's taking that case, whether it's thought up on a napkin, whether it's a jam job, somebody's taking a swing at that because there's going to be a court that takes it. If Brett takes this suit, there's going to be a court that's going to take this suit. And they're going to have to be Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee subpoenaed. Now, I don't think it's going to come down to this. But my point is this is I think this is is this Brett more angry because it's like you, you got a platform and you're killing me, even though it could be true. What do you got, Jonas? Well, I, th I think it's him attempting to make a case because he's said, well, this wasn't me. And he's trying to try to create distance. There is a third lawsuit. Because each of these lawsuits is separate. There's a, there's he's suing Shannon Sharp for defamation. He's suing um, Pat McAfee for defamation. But he's also su suing Shad White, a state auditor in Mississippi, who is the, who is the defendant. And from the Yahoo Sports report here, um, Favre's complaint states that White quote carried out an egregious outrageous media campaign of malicious and false accusations in an attempt to leverage the media attention generated by, by far of celebrity to further his own political career. All right? So now White has responded, though. And he said everything Auditor White, and through, his, through his office, he said everything Auditor White has said about this case is true and is backed by years of audit work by the professionals at the office of the state auditor. It's mind-boggling that Mr. Favre wants to have a trial about that question. Wow. It, this, this seems like a lose-lose situation for Favre. Uh, his SiriusXM show has been put on pause. It has. Uh-huh. Wrapped up in all this. And so a story that once was in the background. Right. And the media was maybe ha coming by and hitting their swinging their punches with it. But... We even talked about it. This has been going on for a while. Yep. We talked last fall about how this wasn't getting enough attention. Everything that Kyrie was saying, everything that yep. everybody else was doing, and here we're just letting Brett Favre skate. Yep. But now you're suing people who, like you say, it's their job to kind of provide their opinions on the stories and the news of the day. Mm -hmm. And you're almost bringing more light to this. And the, and the auditor being one of those people named in, in, in a lawsuit wrapped up in this whole thing. He's saying, look, our, our case is solid. Why would you even want to bring more attention to this? Wow. And that's the DA. Well, the, no, state the, auditor. State auditor. State moment. auditor. That knows we caught you dead red-handed. Yeah, so, so now and, this and that, evidence is going to come to more light. And that's because crazy. Because they're going to do their digging. And even if you even say that, and that's somebody, the state auditor that said that, that just lets you know it's even amazing that the guy's not even in handcuffs yet. Or at least been indicted and have a case pending or have supposed bail. And that's the reason why I know nothing's happening to him. They're going to let him slide on this one because that's Brett Favre. And it's not shocking. That's life. It's not fair, but it's life. But I do feel like I do feel then that that makes me know that in his lawsuit. And that's why I brought up the example about Michael Irvin. I don't know. I wasn't at the hotel. I don't know what happened. 
I mean, allegedly, Mike could have just sit there and said, hey, you know what? I mean, what was it? Well, I had something passing for well, yeah, I don't know. I can give you the room number if you want. Just joking or whatever. And I'm not trying to be funny, but let's say it's something like that. And the lady's like, this is 2023. Like, um, okay. And then go, can you believe what he just told me, girl? Well, what? No, that ain't right. You should be offended by that. You can't let him talk to you like that way. I called it. Hey, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, we got a national story. Michael Irvin kicked off NFL Network for something like that. And I'm not saying that's what happened. But I'm just telling you that it comes down to that suit with Brett Favre going at Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. That sounds like of just anger. Like their part, like, like you know, okay, it, circula it circulates through social media. But Shannon, I played with your brother Sterling. I knew you when you were there. How dare you sit up there? That's what that lawsuit Screams to me. But who knows? But Brett ain't seeing. I, I mean, no. No. Well, even if he doesn't see behind bars, it's, it, like he's saying, his, his, his reputation oh, it is, is tarnished. Well, first of all, it, I mean, Brett can say all that, but didn't he, didn't he already, isn't it fact that he already had to pay some money back, that he already paid some money back to somebody? If I'm not mistaken, I think he ended up having to cut some money back for something out of that. Or return something. Yeah. So there's something to I mean, the bottom line is you were associated in this. Period. 877-374-7463. Switching to NBA a little bit. And the foundation, yes. Because uh, I'm going to tell you all foundation picks. This is going to be the last one for the year. I'm going to release that on Sunday. Usually I reach it on Saturday, but this time I'm going to release it early Sunday. But to give you an idea, and if you haven't followed me on social media, that's who I release it. First of all, you can you have not a friend request yet. If you have friends on Facebook, you can send one to uh, Calvin Casey. I release it to usually through stories. I usually don't tweet it out, but you can follow me on Twitter and also on Instagram. It shows up on the gram, and that's SG underscore picks on the gram but to give you an idea overall and this is and you know jonas like i've always kept stats of this because i know i've never really finished below overall 50 percent. i think last year was technically probably didn't even have the exact time but i can tell you that i know probably last year out of what 12 years doing this on air uh this particular segment that i've never gone on 50 percent. but for the year you had broken down because you're a numbers guy you're you're you love numbers and keeping records. You're you're a, you're a geek. I'm you're part a, of the analytics era. Yeah, Cal. you're an analytics geek. You're a nerd. Um, can I say can I say that in this day? Is that I mean, have we taken nerd I, I, out I, of? The, I consent on on live air. I, I'll consent to being called a nerd. It's okay, Cal. But you know, there's some things we've just taken out. Like you know, you can't. It's unpolitically correct to call little people the n-word anymore. Not the n. I didn't say the n-word. That's obvious. Even though some of you don't give a damn. Say it behind closed door. You know what? This no I said the M word. You're supposed to call them little people. So I don't know if the nerd, I, you know, I mean, I got to be careful in this day. I'm from a different era, man. You know, I'm from a different era. But let's see. So entering this Super Bowl week, let's see. So college, yeah, this, I can tell you this is one of my worst college years ever. But college was 23 and 36 for 38.9% correct. And NFL was 55. I was hotter than fish grease in NFL. 55, 34, and 5. Especially down the stretch. Man, I'd put, that up, been I, nice. I'd put that up against Scott Van Pelt any day. Tell Scott, name the place, man. We pick all day, man. And put each other's ad revenue on the line. We'd do that. Uh, anyway, overall... 
75, 70, and 5. So that's 50.9%. Still below, still above 50. Now, if I pick this last one wrong, that could maybe take me down a little bit. But NFL has been key. So I'll let you know. We'll release it Sunday. And I'll tell you who I'm going with is who I'm probably going to pick with the spread. So unfortunately, on the terrestrial side, I probably won't pick this. So you'll just have to see out Sunday because I still want the line. I'll release on who I'm going with. I can tell you right now, though. Part of me is leaning more, if you want to be technically, part of me is leaning more a little bit to Philly. And, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, there's something that stood out to me. And I could change that. I will, my final pick is what I will release Sunday for the record. Just got to follow me on Twitter, at SportsGrind. You can follow me there and you can basically be on Facebook. Okay, Calvin Casey, find me on Facebook. You'll find out the pick. And that way you're in that state that legal, that it's okay if you're in that state, to take that wage and take it to the bank. But I'm leaning a little bit because on paper, I think they are the better team. And there's a thing that Jalen stood out to me that he said about three or four weeks ago, I think it was. He said, man, I'm not hungry. We're not hungry. He goes, I'm starving. I was like, damn. And then you sit there, and the NFL just comes by and just – Kicks him in the ding-ding and gives Patrick Mahomes the MVP 48 hours away from Super Bowl Sunday. Jalen might not, but I'll tell you, Fletcher Cox will walk by as like, hey, you see, did you did you see who gave the MVP last night? Knowing he knows he didn't get it. I mean, they call you days before, so you can, especially you see Patrick's was like a pre-made video that he made. But Fletcher don't give a damn. He'll say, hey, Jay, uh, hey, man, you see you didn't win that? Just to get him riled up. But I'll give you the official pick on social media Sunday, whoever I roll with, with the points. I'll let you know, and that'll be my pick. But that is a wrap for today and the week. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. All right? San Antonio. All right? El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people in Laredo. When that alarm goes off Monday morning before you hit the snooze button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you on Monday. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. 
The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.